when you finish what is left in the sugar bowl, why don't you fill it up again? Uh, because I don't know where you keep the sugar. It is in the same place where it has always been, in the cupboard. Yeah, sure, uh, but it takes so long uh, to fill up the sugar bowl that uh, by the time I fill it up, uh, my coffee will be cold. There are so many things that I can say to that, but I am not going to bother. Yeah, that is because you know I am right. No, it's because I know you are an idiot. <gasps> okay, are you ready? Yeah, ready. Uh, here we go in three, two, one. Hi, and welcome to the Barbara and Walter show. Uh, I'm Walter. And I'm Barbara Kozakiewicz-Kiva. And you can sing the show beginning song. Yeah, everybody, it's time to dance. It's time for the Barbara and Walter Kozakiewicz Kiva show. Uh, we should maybe one day uh, record some music for that uh, show beginning song. Oh, maybe you can play the music on your accordion. Yeah, I'll have to figure out how to record that. I bet that Riley, our newspaper boy, can show you how to record it on the computer. Yeah, that's the good idea. Uh, maybe I will ask him. Did you meet Mr. Trotz at Ludwina's diner this morning? Yeah, we had the coffee and the donut. Did you have a nice visit? Oh, yeah. Uh, we were laughing and talking uh, about when we were young and when we worked at the construction company. How old were you when you worked there? Uh, we were probably maybe uh, 20 years old. Oh, then I wasn't even born yet. Yeah, right. Very funny. Yeah. Uh, Trotz and I were talking about one of the guys that we worked with on the construction site. Uh, his name was Tony. Uh, every single day, uh, Tony's wife uh, would put a hard-boiled egg in his lunch. And uh, every day, he, he would take the hard-boiled egg and crack the shell on, uh, on Gerlando's helmet. Who was Gerlando? He was a guy that we worked with. Why did the Tony guy crack his egg on Gerlando's helmet? Uh, because it was funny. Every day he cracked the egg on Gerlando's helmet and then he peeled it and ate it. That's not very nice. What? 
It was funny. But it was even uh, more funny one day uh, when he cracked the egg on Chirlando's helmet, uh, but the egg was raw, and it poured all over Chirlando's helmet and his shirt. Did Tony's wife forget to boil the egg? No. Trotz brought a raw egg to work that day, and before lunch, uh, we went to where all of our lunch boxes were, and we opened uh, Tony's lunch box, and we we took out the hard-boiled egg and put in the raw egg. Is that why you got fired from the construction? What are you talking about? I didn't get fired. I quit. I got I got the other job somewhere else. Did Mr. Trotz get fired? No. Mr. Trotz stayed there and he worked in construction all of his life. Uh, he was promoted many times, and before he retired, uh, he was a senior superintendent. Uh, you you should see uh, in his basement, he, he has a lot of uh, safety awards uh, on the wall. Oh, he must have been very good at his job to win all of those awards. Well, not really. Uh, uh, he said that it was easy to win all of those safety awards uh, because he said his construction company uh, kept hiring so many lazy workers that uh, no one ever got hurt. Well, then, something positive came out of hiring lazy workers. Yeah, sure. Oh, did, did you buy more litter for the, the, the cat box yesterday? No, I didn't get a chance to. I ran out of time because I was at the delicatessen for so long. Why were you there so long? Well, when I got there, there were a bunch of customers standing around. So everyone was taking a number and waiting for their turn to order. So I went and took a number, and I got number 81. Uh, that's the year that I was born. Yeah, maybe 1881. <gasps> so I'm standing there with my number 81, and then the lady at the counter yells, number 14. Uh, that's the year you were born, uh, 1914. Yeah, sure. Well, I'm thinking that's going to take a long time to go from number 14 to number 81. About a half an hour later, the lady yells number 50. So I'm thinking that they're getting closer to my number. Then you won't believe what happened, Walter. 
What? After they called number 50, the next number the lady called was number one. Uh, how could that happen uh, when you have uh, the number 81? Well, it was then that I realized what I did. I remembered that earlier they kept calling one number, and that person never showed up at the counter to order anything. What number was that? It was number 18. So what? Oh! Yeah! It was then that I realized that my number 81 was an upside-down number 18. So, when they were calling number 18, that was supposed to be me. And the numbers only went from number one to number 50. So, there was no chance that they would ever call your number 81. No. So this time, when the lady called number 18, I was ready. Well, that's good. Uh, uh, did, did you buy some sausage? Yeah, and I also bought some salami. When I went and ordered 300 grams of salami, the lady asked, Genoa salami? And I said, yes, my husband. Uh, get it? Genoa salami? Yeah, my husband. Uh. Oh, you are so funny. Yeah. Oh, Richard phoned and he said that he has booked his flight to come home next month. It will be a nice break for him after working so hard. Working hard? What the hell are you talking about? Well, he's in university. Uh, he's been going to university for 12 years and he still doesn't know what he wants to be. Uh, and he will never figure it out uh, because he is taking courses on uh, Britney Spears and crap like that. Oh, all of his courses aren't like that. Uh, what was the new course that he, he told us about last month that he was starting? Tree climbing. Yeah, tree climbing. Very useful. Uh, uh, they probably also teach the course on uh, how to cut the grass or uh, how to brush your teeth. Oh, I know, I know a course that would be very good uh, to teach at the university. What? Uh, how to dress when you go to the airport. Oh, I know that makes you so mad. 
Yeah, they have the rules at the airport about how many suitcases you can take, uh, how how early you have to be at the airport uh, before the plane leaves. Uh, they have the rules that you have to show your passport or your uh, driver's license, uh, and uh, they even uh, take away the drinks or or the lotions at at the security. Like the time the security guy took away your gigantic tube of hemorrhoid cream. Yeah, that was stupid. They have all these rules about everything, uh, but they don't have any rules about how to dress at the airport. Every time we go to the airport, we see lots of peoples walking around in their pajamas and, and laying all over the place. Well, they just want to be comfortable on the plane, Walter. They get comfortable uh, even before they go on the plane, ba. Lots of them lay on the floor and peoples have to walk around them. Uh, some of them even use up three or four seats so that they can lay down and rest their big fat heads. I sometimes see some peoples who bring their own pillows from home. Yeah, if you're bringing the pillow, uh, why don't you bring the entire bed? Uh, oh, and if you want a snack, uh, why don't you bring the fridge from the house? Why not? Do you remember when we were young and what it was like to go to the airport and fly somewhere? Yeah, I remember back when I was my age, uh, everybody at the airport were dressed up in the suits and the, the nice clothes. Uh, it was the big thing, uh, the, the, the big event to, to get on the plane to fly somewhere. Yeah. Oh, but nowadays, uh, half the peoples uh, look like they just fell out of the bed, uh, didn't even comb their hair, and just drove to the airport in their pajamas. Uh, you can't bring the hemorrhoid cream to the airport, uh, but if you dress up like uh, bananas in pajamas, uh, you can do whatever the hell you want. Oh, I remember that show. What show? The one that was about bananas that wore pajamas. I have never heard of it. Really? Uh, do you remember uh, the last time that you and I went on an airplane and the lady at the counter told us that the airplane was full and that you and I were in different rows and we could not sit together? Yeah, and you said thank you and you asked if you have to pay extra for that. Yeah. <laughs> you are so funny. Do we have any messages to read this week? 
Yeah, uh, people sent us the messages uh, at our website, www.barbaraandwalter.com. Yeah, the first message is from Zoe in Moncton, New Brunswick. Uh, Zoe says, uh, Dear Barbara and Walter, uh, when you two started dating, did you both uh, get along with each other's parents? Oh, yeah. My parents loved Walter. After Walter and I had been dating for a long time, I remember my dad asked Walter if he was going to give me a ring. Yeah, and I said, well, I, I guess I probably can, uh, because I know Barbara's phone number. Oh, very funny. I got along very well with Walter's father, but it took me a while for Walter's mother to warm up to me. But Walter told me to not worry about it, because his mother never liked anyone that he dated. Yeah, that's true. Uh, I even uh, once dated a girl who was exactly like my mother, and that didn't work out. Why not? Uh, because my father couldn't stand her. Oh! Uh, thank you for the message, uh, Zoe. Uh, the next message uh, was sent to us by Mark in Byers, Colorado. Uh, Mark says, Hi, Barbara and Walter. If someone gave you access uh, to a time machine, what uh, time period would you travel to? Oh, I would like to travel back to maybe the early 1970s. Uh, 1970s? Uh, why? It was a simpler time, and there are so many things that I miss from back then. Like what? Oh, many things, like Tang Orange Juice, Saturday morning cartoons on TV, typewriters, d d TV shows like Charlie's Angels and The Six Million Dollar Man. Also, not needing to wear a helmet when you go on a motorcycle. Bah! I never knew you went on a motorcycle. I have never been on a motorcycle. Then why did you say that you miss not needing to wear a helmet? I just miss seeing peoples on motorcycles without helmets. Well, if you went on a motorcycle today, uh, you wouldn't need a helmet uh, because of your big helmet hair. 
If I traveled back to the early 1970s, I would take a bunch of your clothes in your closet with me and return them to the stores that you bought them from, like Woolco. What? Some of them will come back in style. Right, like your lime green leisure suit. What time period would you like to travel to, Walter? I would like to travel back to last summer. Why last summer? Uh, Because then I would go back and not lend all of the neighbors the, the, the power tools and the gardening things and the shovels that they haven't returned yet. That sounds like a very adventurous time travel, Walter. What? They're my things, and I want to get them back. Oh, they will return them, Walter. Yeah, how soon? I don't know. Why don't you take the time machine to the future, to the day when all the neighbors will return all of your junk? Yeah, sure. Thank you for the fun question mark. Oh, question mark. Okay, you should probably sing uh, the show ending song. Yeah, sorry to leave, but this is the end of the Barbara and Walter Kozakiewicz Kiva show. Bye. We will talk to you soon. Bye bye. Yeah, all of the neighbors uh, still have lots of things of mine. They will return them, Walter. Next time you want to lend something to the neighbors, lend them some of your clothes from the 1970s. Yeah, if they saw them, uh, they would want to borrow them. Yeah, so that they can wear them to the roller disco. Are you hungry? Yeah, Uh, what do we have to eat? I bought that salami at the delicatessen. We also have some leftover meatballs from last night. Yeah, I might have some meatballs. Uh, Did you record uh, Everybody Loves Raymond? Yeah, I recorded it. Do you want some bread with the meatballs? Or would you like me to make some 